Yo guys, what's going on? Thank you so much for uh, joining me and uh, my guest today. Welcome to Jay Reed's Talking Episode 5. It is, uh, you know, April 10th right now. Beautiful day outside. I know everyone's quarantined though, but we're still keeping it productive, still getting shit rolling. And uh, right now I got a 22-year-old dope producer that goes by the name Takala um, from Richmond, but he's originally from Northern Virginia where I'm actually located and staying right now. And, uh, you know, had him, I'll have him on the podcast right now. It's going to be a dope what's going to happen, but for this one, uh, what's going on, bro? How are you doing? Not bad, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I mean, I can't complain. Thanks for having but, me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Anytime. I've, uh, like, of course I have a podcast and everyone and their brother wants to get on here, but like, yeah. it's, I, I had people on, I had one person on here before that I never had any interaction with and it was cool like he ended up being super dope but I mean the point is I'd rather have people that I've been talking to and I really want to like chop yeah. it up with you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. that's fair but but yeah bro no I, I appreciate you coming on I think it's gonna be we got we got a lot to talk about for sure definitely so um like tell us a little bit about you're in Richmond right now everyone's everyone's quarantined everyone's fucking figuring out what to do uh you go to school full-time right yeah i do i'm um i'm a senior at vcu arts and the kinetic imaging major which is like media art with animation included um and yep. yeah that's pretty much how what school is for me i got like sort of introduced to making beats through school not like entirely i got introduced to ableton but for like sound art which is not music it's completely oh. fucking different. It's like that's, it's like noise. That's pretty wild. Noise is the best way to describe that shit. But like, um, yeah. So I learned I like learned how to use Ableton in a really rough sense um, in school, and then I like just was like, oh wait, this must be how you make beats. So then I kind of just like ran with it. And right. Like, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, I've only used Ableton a little, but that shit is way different than FL. Yeah, no, I use Ableton. The reason I started on Ableton was because uh, at the time, there was no time limit on their free trial. So you could just, like, download nope. it and just run with it. And it was a full program, except for, like, it was mix missing, like, a few plugins, which at the time didn't really matter to me because I was still learning and I wouldn't have use for those plugins anyway. At the like, Right. It was just like, fuck it, there's no reason. Um so I just like stuck with Ableton and then I had a Mac at the time. So then I like torrented Logic and I learned how to record vocals and like roughly mix in Logic. And is that, is that what you did before you were really making beats or were you, you were making beats on Ableton? I was making beats on Ableton and then bouncing them and then bringing them into, F and, into Logic and recording in Logic and mixing and mastering in Logic. Oh, that's that's pretty that was my process. And then... Um, FL 20 came out and it was native for Mac. So I just bought it and then I like learned FL and now it's like a completely different world because FL's workflow is so much better for making beats at least than the other Bro, two. I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been, I've like considered other DAWs, but like for the time being, it, it's kind of comes to a point where like we only have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. And if I, if I know how to use FL and I love the workflow, like, until something really is a problem and over and over again, yeah. I'm not going to switch because I'm trying to keep making music. I don't want to learn a different dog. That's fair. I need to, I mix vocals in FL right now, but like I know how to use Pro Tools also, just not as well. So like 
I'm trying to convert over to Pro Tools just for mixing because it is way faster mixing NFL in Pro Tools than it is in Fruity Loops. Um, yeah, no, I feel you. I've been trying to, I want to eventually like buy Pro Tools or crack it and start using that because I know that's kind of like one of the industry standards. It's pretty much the industry standard for mixing and mastering yeah, recording. It is. Most definitely. But, yeah, I mean, I record, I just started taking like engineering vocals seriously like half a year ago. Yeah, I was just, I was mixing, I was like, some producers, I guess, don't really care about mixing beats, but I've kind of got, really got into mixing beats, and, like, I still get nerded out and geek out at everything. Like, I've been doing that for, like, two or three years now, seriously. Yeah, me too. So, I, w- so I was like, well, what, so what's the point of making beats and taking passion in the whole process if I don't even know how to record and, and mix someone down, like, properly? Exactly. I just, like, um, I don't know why you wouldn't want to learn more. Like, there's, yeah, there's nothing stopping you, and at that point, like, if you get thrown into like a studio environment where someone needs an engineer, you just say, Yeah, I got, I got you, like, and that could really like help you out in your career in the long run. Just being being no. able to do something like that shit is so clutch. No, that's facts, that's definitely a big reason. I mean, I think I saw it like at least on a couple of producer grind interviews where people were saying they got their foot in the door from engineering, and I know, for instance, like Concept P. I did, I did a couple collabs with him and he, for instance, went to school and he like claims to like, when I talked to him, he said that going to school for engineering was kind of his foot in the door. And so like, you can't take that lightly, bro. You never know where your opportunity is going to come. So like you said, bro, if an, if a studio hits you up to engineer, that could be your opportunity. Fucking like Tory Lanez could be in that joint and you give them beats right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Just speaking of Tory Lanez, bro. His quarantine radio is the greatest thing that has happened to this quarantine. I just Bro, ran honest- into my mind, but <laughs> like, it is so funny. It's the best. Bro, there's there's honestly like a lot, a lot of good music and entertainment stuff happening happening from this because everyone's just locked up and like they can't do anything everyone's, else. Everyone's yeah, everyone's schedule and like all this limiting is just like breaking down. They're like, screw this, we're just gonna drop shit. Exactly. I do. Exactly. What there's literally if you, you like if you don't smoke, obviously you're not gonna smoke. But like, well, there's nothing to do other than make shit and smoke. Yeah, or like drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be an alcoholic. So no, I feel you, bro. <laughs> even act, even exercising is like you have to either have workout stuff at home, which I barely have shit, or you can just like go on a, a jog yeah. or something. You know, there's not. It's kind of a struggle. You're still going to end like, up back at the crib. Like, that's the main thing. It's like mo- the majority of your day is going to be at home. So might as well just do bro, something with it. I feel you. No, nah, definitely. That's facts. I mean, honestly, like, I've been trying to use this time to figure out my schedule because the schedule has always kind of been a struggle in my whole life. I kind of like one day I'll wake up at 7 a.m. and the next day I'll be going to sleep at like 7 a.m. Yeah. And I, I know that shit's really bad mm-hmm. for you. And, like, I feel like that's kind of common with creative people because they just go with the flow. But, like, it gets to a point where it starts, like, fucking with your mental health. And I, I'm just trying to, like, get as much done as possible. So, shit, right now, bro, I'm trying to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time. Yeah. And, like, I think doing stuff like that really helps – can help everyone keep, like – just killing it with yeah. this even though you're stuck at totally. home the routine is key yeah bro but um so yeah how long would you like when did you exactly 
grab Ableton and really be like, I want to start making beats. Oh, this is how you make beats. Like three yeah, years ago? Three or? years ago this June, I think. Dope. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, that's probably pretty similar to me, but I, I started. Well, I cracked FL when I was in high school a brick ago, but it was never like. I never even knew what I was doing. I would just kind of like, I didn't even know I was making beats, but I would make some really, really shitty beats that were straight trash. Yeah. Probably like eight. I made like six, seven or eight in like a couple of years, but I never did it. But then when I was like, when I did a bunch of dumb shit in my life, when I really hit rock bottom, that's when I like picked up FL again. And I was like, Oh, this shit's fire. And then I was like, I want to be a producer. Since yeah, <laughs> totally. I, um, I always wanted to know how to make beats, but like in high school, I never like bothered to Google how to do it for whatever fucking reason. Oh yeah, um, I thought of that on a little on a little thing on your uh, like a little. Yeah, dude, on I just Instagram. like I don't know why I just didn't look it up, and then I got to school and like someone was like, "Yeah, this is how you mess with audio," and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." So then I just started fucking around. Did you start? Um, did you start? using like tutorials for ableton um ableton when you open it up there's like a guide that like walks you through the whole program and it tells you what to click and stuff so i did that and oh, then damn, i bro. like after i did that walk through i watched a bunch of busy works beat stuff just to understand like like rhythm because i didn't like my musical right, experience right, right. like up until this point was um just piano and guitar but no drums so I didn't know like where to put the claps. I didn't know to put the claps on the three or like on the two and the four, depending on your tempo. But like, I didn't know that you were like the yeah. claps to go there or um, I didn't know what a two-step pattern was for hi-hats or any, like the most basic shit. I did not know. So I watched Busy Works right, beats right, for right. drums. And, but then pretty much like after that, I kind of just like stopped watching tutorials and experimented for like six months and then i got to a point where i like figured out everything that i like knew how to do in ableton so then i started watching more serious tutorials like how to how like what sidechain compression was um what actual actual mixing is like what a compressor does what each knob on the compressor does all that shit it's like it i feel like the no i feel you bro that's like that's exactly what i did i feel like a lot of like at first you're just looking up tutorials because you don't know what the hell's going on mm -hmm. But then you like have that experimentation phase where you sort of like you sort of becomes decent and you're like know what you want to learn, yeah. you know, like side chaining and like all like what is compression? How do I use like a multiband compressor and that shit? And I still look at tutorials, but like I remember at first I was looking at hell like KBZ tutorials. Yeah, totally. Or not K not KBZ. I think like fucking probably like. I don't know. I was watch. I used to watch hella like Kyle beats KBZ, Curtis King. Yeah, fucking. totally. KBZ was the one, and then um, Nick Mira, because he's a fucking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Mira is a legend. He was dude. definitely dude is fire. Yeah, dude is so fire. Um. Yeah, he used to be a oh, big bro. inspiration. Anyway, Mafia TV. What the fuck am I talking about? You remember that shit? Oh yeah, that shit was hard, hard. bro. You remember those like OG Lex Luger tutorials? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Them stem joints were like before our time, but uh, I used to watch them. Just be like, damn, you know, like, that shit's uh, hard. Zaytoven's cookups in his house. Oh, bro, please, man. Zaytoven is one of he's probably he's him and Scott Storch are my favorite producers. Yeah. So that shit is like, yeah, yeah wild. they're fire, fire, fire. That's fire. So what? Uh, so you were playing? 
Have you played guitar and piano like your whole no, life? I played piano from second to sixth grade and guitar from sixth or from fifth to like sophomore year and then I stopped taking lessons and I still know how to play I just don't do it often enough which I really should um what is it what, what were you getting like what was it like some of your parents were just like you need to play yeah, my parents were like y'all are gonna because I have two siblings and they were like y'all are playing instruments because both my parents <laughs> didn't do it and they regretted it so they were like we're not gonna let our kids oh, regret facts. this no I feel you I mean that's what my 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 uh, I don't know who my parents tried to make me play guitar when I was like way younger. I think before when I was like seven or eight and fucking, um, I basically stopped and didn't want to take lessons like a couple months in. And I, and they tell me that the guitar teacher was like, he shouldn't have stopped. He was really good. And then like, I, I pretty much, um, so I've been producing for like three years, pretty much seriously like you. And fucking, like, a year and a half ago, I was like, I need to go buy a piano, like, an electric keyboard. I need to take lessons. So I've been doing that since and just love it so much. But, I mean, it's amazing. But I think back, I'm like, damn, bro. If only I was fucking had this brain 15 years ago or, yeah. you know, whatever, and, and was taking lessons my whole life. But There's been a better time well, than now. So No, that's a fact, bro. I mean, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse having your parents – force you to play an instrument because one way it can go great and the other way like your parents just your kids just gonna stop playing never play again and kind of like resent you for that yeah it's facts but i mean some kids like and because i feel like as a kid bro you don't even know yourself like you don't even you probably don't enjoy shit other than like eating snacks crying and like playing yeah, games big on the games <laughs> so you you can't even know like if you're gonna love someone until mm -hmm. later on but Shit. What were you like? What were you like getting trained? Was it like pop or was it just like general piano, piano and guitar? Classic, classical. That's how okay. you should learn the piano. Yeah, you should not learn it any other way. <laughs> like you need to learn the piano from a classical standpoint, and then once you do that, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because like, if you, you learn classical piano, you can play anything. Like I know exactly. for a fact. Um, and then. Guitar was more like pop because I just like wanted to learn how to play a few songs. I never really learned how to improvise on it, which is what I regret. Um, because improv is I mean, how you come up with original ideas. I feel like if you mess around with it, though, you could you could start learning that because you already have a yeah, foundation. Yeah, totally. I know, I know, I know how to. I'm just not good at it. I should put it that way. So I need more practice. Facts. Um, I mean, shit. Just start improv, and the more you do it, you'll get yeah, confident. Exactly. That's tight, though. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I – I got so lucky, like, with my piano teacher. Uh, I am getting classically trained because I have the same, like, mindset. I knew that that was just a wave. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, classical is, like, all these voices and, like, literally melodies and bass lines attacking each other. Like, if you can play some ham shit like that, you can yep. play anything, bro. 1,000%. So, but, uh, yeah, my piano teacher is lit. Like she, she went to music school in Europe. She's from like Moldova. So she went to music school and was playing for like 10 hours a day for like eight Jesus years. Christ. So she's disgusting. And yeah. And she's like really hard on me and I'm a hard head. So I will learn really well with people who like hit me and are like, tell me I suck. <laughs> so, but yeah, bro, I mean, I love it. Like it's definitely, I probably use pianos more than any fucking thing else in my beats. But. Yeah, totally.
but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel it's interesting though how like you played instruments and then like you had that whole background and you started making beats and me, I started making beats and then I, um, you know, was like, shit, I need to play an instrument. Yeah, for real. It's the if you learn an instrument as a producer, you're just gonna get so much better overall because it just gives you more ideas That's as to how to like. Because like if you have an idea of how to play a melody on a guitar, then like. You can just, like, if you know the notes, you can just click it into your piano roll and make it any instrument you want at that point and, like, make a crazy-ass bass line out of it or, like, an arrangement for some strings, whatever it may be. Um, Facts. So, yeah, it helps a lot. Yeah, 100%. What's your opinion? This question just popped up at me so hard. What's your opinion on, I know the whole new wave is, like, getting plugins like Scales and Scale Helper and all these, like, basically like gta cheat codes for like don't play an instrument you're just going to be like know how to do everything with taking this course and all that shit like what's your opinion on taking i don't know like in music theory classes or like using a scale helper i don't know whatever Honestly, the other plugins are called as opposed to like just learning an instrument. if you want the most freedom you should learn an instrument and learn traditional music theory like because if you master Facts. both of those things then like you're not restricted by anything the plugins, I don't really give a shit. Y'all, you can make music however you want. That's not like I don't really give a fuck on the loops discussion either. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who I don't, Facts, I don't give a damn. But it's like I feel like if you want the most freedom and like no restrictions, as in like how the plugin operates, like with its code, because like there is restrictions to a certain extent with a plugin, because like it can only do so much. Yeah. But if you just have like if you hear the notes in your head and you know your music theory or like you know how to play an instrument and you can translate it from your head to the instrument, then there's nothing stopping you. Facts. I mean, yeah, that's like I yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's why I'm trying to look for almost like a music theory course on the side to sort of get dope at music theory too. Cause I'm on the same mindset as you like, bro, if you're really good at, if you're a musician and you're have really good music theory, like, and you've been producing your shit's going to mm -hmm. be fire. No doubt. My one, um, my best, not my best friend, uh, my a good friend for a long time. I just don't see him that much anymore. That's why I don't really consider him a best friend, but like he's, um, disgusting at the guitar. Like, the dude, oh my god, I can't even begin to explain how good he is. But he like his beats be slapping different because of that. I swear. Yeah, bro. I mean, like I think a lot of people. I'm not gonna say I think a lot of people. I don't know, but I feel like a lot of the like the selling point of those courses and shit is to make it easy. But like my thing is, I like how you brought it up too. Like the creativity and and playing an instrument changed your mindset and, and like your, your creativity. Your like, to music, how, like exactly, like you're saying, your man's beats are disgusting because he's got like the mentality that's different than your your average producer. Yeah, I guess you could say a producer that doesn't know an instrument. Not not to like shit on yeah, no, I feel you. Instruments, it's just like I know it helps. <laughs> like it, it definitely helps. Nah, it's a fact, bro. Like. Bro, I'm already hip. Like, if because nah, I don't even know how to explain it, bro. It's definitely like you can have an edge because if bro, if everyone's taking the same, I don't know, ten page music theory PDF and they just make beats and they've never touched an instrument, like someone who's already done that and played an instrument for ten years is gonna come in there and have an oh, edge and shit on everyone. Exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> but nah, yeah. I mean, uh, my the other big thing for me too is like. 
I want to play an instrument. I don't. The whole like producer, are you a producer or beat maker argument? If you play an instrument, I don't give a shit. Like you can be a producer and not play an instrument. You just have to do the, like, are you in the studio recording and doing yeah, the whole process like, and helping? Like that's my, that's my opinion. The production, like to be a producer to me, like you don't. I don't think you need to be able to play an instrument, but you got to do more than just make the beat. Like you got to yeah. help with the arrangement. You got to be like artists through the song, like give them ideas, like help them like format the harmonies, record it and mix it down. Like then you're at that point, like you're the engineer too. But, Bro. Yeah. Like, and I think a lot of people, uh, the miss miss out on this part, like the pr- being a producer and the difference from like, I feel like a beat maker, cool. You sell beats, you might sell one person, but a producer, like you're that dude, like in the studio, whatever you need, all you're supposed to do is be like that problem solver. So like shit, bro, if you got problems, like I'm going to talk to you. And I feel like that's literally part of a producer's yeah. job to help the artist, like just make the record any means yeah, necessary. Yeah, get it to its, the best version of itself. That's a fact, bro. But yeah, I mean, also like, for instruments at least in my opinion i always wanted to play an instrument because like i want to fucking be in the studio and, and play a beat live like literally just rip yeah. some shit live yeah. and record it i feel like that's the dopest sure. feeling like <laughs> that's a good point um what was that? What was that? i forgot what i was gonna say it was about instruments but uh, whatever i'll see if i get back to it. i don't know instruments are instruments are mad dope though like i'll just be practicing piano and i'll come up with an idea real quick and just record it on my phone i'll be like that shit yeah is so exactly <laughs> <laughs> but uh so how long i saw on your your instagram you're like a, a mix engineer and a producer at like uh, yeah, verify so sounds i've been working at verify for a year now i think um it's a studio um like right like a, literally a block off of vcu's campus um, my homie Ray owns it and it's basically like one booth and a computer to mix down on and we just crank out songs. Yeah. I got that job there though, because my friend Solomon, who I released like my first like actual like project with, um, uh-huh. he was going to that studio. All right, hold on. Wait, this is kind of a long story. So my boy, I came to VCU as a freshman. I, I got time, I came bro. to VCU as a freshman, right? And I pledged a fraternity here. I didn't end up finishing pledging. I dropped because I was a freshman art student and my schoolwork got in the way of that and pledging. So, like, I couldn't do both. But my pledge okay. master, he made beats. And he put me on. That's that. He's the, he's the mm. like, the final, like, kicking point to getting me to, like, start doing this shit for real, for real. So, like... Cause I went to his oh, crib. during his crib one day. Cause we were like, I don't know. I just went to his crib to talk about some shit, and then we, and we smoked or whatever. And he was making a beat, and I was like, oh, that's dope. So that's how you make beats. And then from there, I was like, okay, <laughs> now I'm interested. And I just like started making beats, like asking him for advice here and there. And then one day he was like, yo, come to the studio with me. And I go, and then this dude Solomon is there. And Solomon, like, goes in the booth, starts recording, um, freestyling off the top, singing, rapping his ass off, like, dude's crazy talented. So I'm like, yo, the beat he was working on, too, I made the melody for it. So I was like, hey, man, I made this melody. Like, let me get your number, and then I'll send you beats. He was like, bet. So he sent me his number, and then I um, sent him a pack of beats, like, that night, pretty much. And I was like, these are yours. Just do whatever you want with them. 
And then, uh, then like we just started working and I basically went home for winter break and then came back, showed him more beats. And then we just started going to verify, um, to record. And at one point Ray was like hired Solomon as a engineer. And so Solomon got to use the studio mm-hmm. for free. And I would basically just go with him after hours and then record him and learn pro tools all at the same time. And Ray didn't give a shit. Ray's the owner. And he's just like, word, y'all got it. So we basically, I learned how to use Pro Tools and then like recorded this whole EP last spring. And then at the end of us recording that EP, um, I like recorded Ray for like his own song. And he like paid me for the, he paid me for the time. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, you know what? You're hired. Fuck it. Let's just get you on the website. And I was like, bet. So (laughs) I got that job. That's hard. That's yeah, fire, Ray's bro. Ray's a wizard, though, when it comes to engineering. He he be flying through that shit all in the box. Actually, not a hundred percent in the box. The pre chain on the mic is out the box, but everything else is VSTs. And he's got some curled you. mixes, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but yeah, so I feel you, bro. That's dope, though. I was asking too because I've been trying to. Whenever this is all over, I'm trying to land a spot to be like an intern or like part time at a studio to engineer until like eventually I could do something yeah, like that. Definitely, part-time. I would. I don't know about studios in Nova, but there's a young land opened a studio in Richmond recently called Defiant. They might be taking interns. Yeah, oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably I, I'm not sure who. There's actually a lot of studios, but bro, recently I met this dude who built his own studio, and like when when I say he built his own studio, you probably think nah, it's like jank, he but built like, it, built it. Nah, du- dude has a family and is like, <laughs> like he's been he's been engineering oh, for so over twenty lit. years full time. His studio is like over a yeah, hundred so grand worth lit, of shit. Like, right, <laughs> uh, yeah, and like. And uh, I basically, at a BeatStars event recently, I met this dude called Stunna, and he actually just dropped the tape, which I produced every single thing. I just threw him the beats because he was asking me for them. And I was like, yeah, just take whatever beats. Like, So we did five songs. I made him one, like a custom beat. Um, and then he did that shit, and he hit me up. I was like, yo, hit me up when you're going to record it. So Stunna hits me up, and I pull up, and it's at this dude's studio. He's, like, renting some person's the whole basement to a crib, like a really nice crib, rent the whole basement, and has this fire-ass studio. Not only that, but there's, like, there's Studio B and C that, like, are out of commission because he never found people that were serious enough. Um, and, like, I was talking to him the other day and because he was telling me my beats were hard, and some of my beats were old, too, like, and he just like he appreciated my mindset for being working this hard, and I get I don't know he liked me for for me type shit. And uh, he was talking to me the other day. He's like, you and me should come up with a a business plan. I guess like some type of affiliate thing because he's an engineer and I'm a producer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, bro. I literally, I literally, I literally texted him right then and there, and I was like, bro, and I got you. Like whenever the shit's over, I'm gonna pull up at your studio for whatever you need. I got That's you for tough. free. And so like. I'm trying to lock in there. (laughs) So if you can get something out of it, though, don't completely do it for free. I mean, I'm sure you'll you'll get the knowledge. Don't get me wrong. That's one thing. But, like, some other, like, uh, articulated benefits. I mean, he's already – bro, I was – I was there for an eight-hour studio session where, like, I basically gave Stun all the beats for free just for publicity and branding because, you know, that's, like, smart to just lock in shit with people at first. 
That's what I did with Babyface. Um, and then, like, yeah, and then fucking, literally, I saw Stunna, like, cash out, dude, $400 for eight-hour session right then and there. So, like, the dude makes a full-time living, and I know he's trying to get me cash. Like, I oh, know he's less. more than run it. straightforward. Um, that's why, literally, I was like, I'll, I'll do all this shit for free, da 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 And he's like, yeah, but let's also make a business proposition um, because you and me got talent, and we can do something different. So, like, dude's literally trying yeah. to, like, put on. Um, yeah. But, yeah, bro, I mean, the engineering – I mean, engineering's cool as shit, too. I don't I like know about better. you, but, like – but do you like, like producing engineering or engineering? Really? Yeah. That's dope, uh, bro. Just because it, like, makes me think more. I got to think a lot more when I'm, like, mixing something than I do when I'm making a beat. Facts. I, get, I don't know. Making beats now is just, like, a recipe. But every time a mix, you have to think differently for every mix. Like, your compression settings aren't going to be the exact same every time. Like, every song is so different. Facts. And there's so many different ways to approach it. That's why I like it. Cause, and also, because now I have I have the Waves 11 complete bundle. So, like, I have a billion different plugins to do a billion different things. So, I can just, like, experiment all day long. Bro, yeah, no, I feel you. The, I, the only thing, Waves, I have, like, the Waves silver bundle or mm -hmm. whatever. Like, the first bundle. So, it has, like, I have my DS or, like, I have some compressors and, like, some noise gates and some like EQ and verb, but like I only use a few of them. But bro, the wave yeah, plugins I, are too my, nice. My <laughs> two plugins are Waves, Slate Digital, and uh, Fab Filter. Fab Filter. Fab Filter. Oh yeah, Fab Filter is the dynamic EQ for yeah. Those. I like, use their whole life right there. Free, the, I don't even have Pro Q three. I have Pro Q two. So like I don't even have the newest version of it, which is what everyone like worships but even pro q2 is so fucking good like it's not a dynamic eq and you can't do the there's a thing on um pro q3 if you hover over this like the frequency spectrum for long enough it'll tell you it'll sh it'll highlight resonant frequency oh so i know exactly what, what dude that's crazy i i, I remember bro what i when i was first using i don't have it right now because i cracked it and i haven't installed it ever since i started like it's just been on a USB, but I used to use it like when I was kind of shitty and didn't really know what yeah. I was doing mixing. And I used to, I used to do that and not know what it was doing, but I knew it was yeah, doing something exactly. good. <laughs> like, no, I feel you. That EQ it is, really is cheating, that one. And then their saturation plugin called Saturn is fire. Um, yeah, I don't know. I also have all the Waves Abbey Road plugins. Those are stupid lit. Like, stupid lit, bro. The reverbs are immaculate. They make you sound like... They make anyone sound like an angel. It's crazy. <laughs> now, I feel you plugins are, like, so addicting, bro. They just make everyone want to, like, mm -hmm. spend all their bread and go broke. It's not healthy. <laughs> no, I feel you, bro. But, yeah, no, whatever you're... What you're saying about engineering is definitely what I like about it, too. It's like a game. You kind of have to decode and see what's, like, wrong and different on every... Even though I fucking hate yeah. math, but it's kind of like that. Like, every vocal is different. They have mm -hmm. all these variables, and you kind of have to, like, put the puzzles together, and it's always different. You're always experimenting. Like, it's not always going to be the same compression. You might even put an EQ at first yeah. before that. You know, there's, like, all this different For the most shit. part, I keep um, my chain pretty much the same, and, like, my process is the same, but certain steps of the process are, like, 
take longer depending on the mix. So like, I don't know. When I start, I like put everything in full mono and just level it without automating anything. Um, and then from there, I make volume automation and panning automation clips for every vocal stem and go through the whole song and just like put everything where I want it to be in this mix. And then after that, I start EQing and compressing and all that stuff. But I don't even like really do a lot for real, for real. Most of it is all in the automation because like if you have good levels, you have a good mix. You will, you will definitely have a better mix. Bro, yeah. I mean, the best, the most important part of your mix yeah, is a good quality sure. recording. Like For sure. But, uh, no, yeah, that's tough. I definitely don't like engineering as much as I just fucking love producing. I think that's why it was like, yeah. I need to play an instrument. I love like pouring my emotions out into that shit, but I definitely enjoy engineering and I'm grateful for that. Cause I genuinely think some producers do it just for the opportunity yeah. and they kind of hate it. So I'm, I'm luckily I'm not in that boat, but no, nah, engineering's cool, bro. It's, it's kind of crazy. And like, whenever you make some, me- mediocre a vocal sound pretty dope you're like damn yeah I just exactly sauced it up <laughs> i also got the privilege of working with like some really 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 good vocalists so mixing their stuff just is so fun because i just it's just really pleasant to listen to the whole time um that helps good artists make engineering more fun that's 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 also what makes engineering fun is like actually hearing the yeah. whole process together and like, I feel like producers, we always make, I mean, once you get to a point, you make a lot of yeah. hard beats as a producer, right? And like, it kind of all jumbles or like combines together to one same like head bop. And it's just yeah. a similar feeling. Like, I mean, when you make a hard beat and it's really, you're like, oh shit, yeah, this is it. But like, when you make a song, bro, that's a different feeling when you just like, you're by the end of the session, you know, oh, all yeah. the layers, no, like, you can recite I that know. shit back. <laughs> I have too many songs memorized now that I don't really like <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. That's hard though, bro. So what, what's good with this? What, what's good with your boy? Uh, baby face from, from the, the South. Fucking I see South, you. I dude. see I see you cooking a lot of shit from him and I'm going to be straight up. I know He's that 19. dude. How old is that dude? All right, so that man's, he's different. There's not many artists right different, now that are different, different but that bro. man's, he's different, different. And he's hes like on some, rest in peace, Juice World. He's like on yeah, some creativity no, shit like Juice That's World. why, I like, so the way I found this kid, I was bored as fuck one day. I was scrolling through the Instagram Explore page, and I saw a video of someone making, um, they were like making a beat or just some random shit. But in the next, like, related video, there's a video of those little white boys singing. So I just, like, clicked on it. And he was belt. He was like, he was belting it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, he's got pipes. So I DM'd him right away. I was like, hey, what's your email? And he was like, why? I was like, what do you mean, why? I'm sending you beats right now. Like, you're fire. <laughs> and he was like, oh, bet. So he sends me his email. I send him beats. And immediately, he... Yeah, and then said, he immediately oh, wow. replies and he's like, yo, these are fire as fuck. And I was like, bet, we're working. And then, yeah, so basically there's a little dude from Orlando. Uh, I haven't met him in person yet. I would like to. We talk, like, pretty much every day, though. He's really cool. Um, but, yeah, his, like, his vocal range is OD. And his backing vocals are, like, on some other shit. I don't understand, like, where he gets these ideas for his harmonies because they're just everywhere 
Yeah, that, that's literally like what I said. I wrote some shit because I was. I mean, I, he, the the songs that I heard recently are with like the movement yeah. banter and then that quit smoking one. But I saw like you made a couple yeah. before that to start with. But like all his stuff, like his flow is dope. Um, the wordplay is crazy. Yeah. How like creative he is. But also, like like you're saying right now, the most impressive was like the tonal work and then the harmonics and like where his harmonies were coming from. Yeah, like, it's this shit super is just mad super abstract. So like the reason he like sings like that is because he was like took choir for like five or six years in elementary school and middle school and high school and was like clearly really good at it. And he basically has these like he's like classically trained with vocals. So he knows, like, he has all, of, like, the melody ideas and stuff, and his voice texture is just, like, perfect. So he does these, like, classical harmonies on trap beats that are, like, running all over the place, but they still blend so nicely. It's crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Bruh, that movement banter and that quit smoking I know, song bro. are so hard. Said, I quit smoking because yeah, um, I got bored with it. some other shit and, um... Fucking in that song, or he said Eastern philosophy is what I'm involved in. I was like, "What, dude? You're literally like, like, what are you talking about?" And then he said, uh, "Just take a deep breath, and it's all gonna be all right," or some shit like that. And then when he starts going, um, says some shit about how his rhyme scheme, like he doesn't have to rhyme all the time because he's got flow to make up for it all off the noggin, and he's kissing a British bitch, call it snoggin. His bitch is family rich, she be balling. I was like, "Bro, you're like riding this beat." Better than any, in, better than anyone else would, and also in a way that I had never previously imagined. So every time I send him a beat and he's like, "Yo, I got something," I'm like, "Oh shit, that's a bet because it's gonna be something completely new that I was not expecting whatsoever." And that's like what I want to want Facts. for my like artist. Oh. No, I I feel you, bro. I mean. Yeah, he's, the only thing far. I ask is just, like enunciate a little bit more and like I also want to mix some of his stuff just because I want to try it because I like he, he yeah he mixes all this he mixed all of his stuff um and he's good at it don't get me wrong he is very good at it but there's just a few things that I know like in my process that would definitely benefit his his overall sound so I'm trying to mix some of his stuff see where yeah. I can get it to and be and then like teach it to him and be like yo do it like this instead and then we'll just go from there. Yeah, if he if that's the only thing I noticed too, if he enunciated and like pronounced some of yeah, the syllables that's literally a the only harder. Thing. And the other thing is his main because like and not even going like bar to bar and sounding like Joyner Lucas and shit, but having like little sort exactly. of glimpses and it doesn't have to be that. like it's like and, oh, and I mean. I, I, I understand why it's like that because he's classically trained and it's like classical singing is not like that. But the, but blending that and perfecting it would be like the biggest fucking like everyone. Yeah, it would exactly. make a lot more people like that's the, right I'm now. Like, that's what I told him. I was like, the audience isn't receiving it the way we want them to just because they can't fully understand what you're saying. Like, I know what you're saying because he sends me all the lyrics and I make the lyric videos. So, like, I have to know what he's saying. But like. But like, like smoking <laughs> dude without the lyric video is a completely different song. Like completely different because you don't have you like. I feel you. Don't have a reference for what he's saying, but when you understand what he's saying, you're like, wow, this kid's talking that shit. Wow, what a guy. But yeah, no, exact. No, I feel you. 
I feel you. Nah, he's fire as fuck, bro. I like that. I'm glad you found an artist. I'm still... I have a decent amount of artists I'm working with and, like, some super dope artists, but I'm trying to find... I'm trying to find yeah. a local artist it's, that's, I like, literally I just have full chemistry with. Like, on the Explore page, bro. Like, how... What are the odds? Yeah, I mean, that's crazy because, like, I had a point for like three months where I was literally DMing like 40 to 60 people a day to sell beats to. This is when I was like, I just need to sell beats and I dropped that shit. But like, so I literally was reaching out to so many people and that's probably where like the, my eight to 10 people that I really fuck with and sell beats or give beats to now are from, yeah, but it's no, like, I got my man, you literally just scrolled like, on the explore I, my page. Friend, my other like, artist friend, Mavi, she's got a beautiful <laughs> voice out of almost pretty much anyone that I've worked with but she was like dude it is so crazy that y'all matched up because like your lyric videos and his songs perfectly benefit from each other because there's so much energy in his songs and his enunciation is not oh yeah so like the lyric videos really help and I was like yeah that's a really good point that it's crazy how it worked out so I'm just like maybe it's meant to be at this point I feel you, bro. So I feel like so we met basically from being Say in a again. Twitter Sorry, engagement I might group, right? Phone cut out. No, you're good. So yeah, like you and me basically met from Twitter, I think, right? Like, yeah. No, I know so, Pally. How do you know Pally from here? Okay, so two of my boys that I went to not my yeah two of my boys that I went to high school with. Uh, one of them, or one of them makes music, the other one's like his manager. And then they, the manager went to Mason with Pally and knew that he engineered. And then, like, I made a beat for my boy who makes music, and they recorded it with Pally. And that's how I met Pally. Because Pally FaceTimed me one day and was like, hey, dude, like, I'm mixing this song. Can you, like, oh. turn down the hi hats just the time? Or just some shit. Like, I don't even remember what the fuck he was talking about. But, like, just some Pally shit. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I met Pally. And then he, like, and then after I met Pally, like, he added that's me to a group. That's funny as hell. Yeah, that's so, I'm that's, sure. that's lit. Yeah, 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 bro, like, Pally's in Atlanta right now. That's funny that you met him that way. Because I, I met Pally... It's so weird. I met Pally on Twitter too. And this was, remember yeah. I just told you like I was blowing up people to sell beats like four a day and shit. I got so lucky and I just happened to That's find fun. Pally who was like 15 minutes away from my crib on Twitter. And I, I when I was, all, I was only DMing people and trying to sell yeah. beats on Instagram. But randomly one day I tried to do it on Twitter a little and Pally was one of the people and I was blowing his ass up. And then one day he finally responded because – I literally sent him like five beats or something and like six months ago or closer to a year ago, I was not nearly as like, so a lot of my beats were probably formed, yeah, decent, yeah, but they had, they were not really like hard, I guess they were not, they weren't fully formed ideas. They were like dope, but with my mentality and skills today, they'd just be hard as fuck. Like, um, so basically he liked, um, he liked my ideas and shit, and he. This man's. I knew he was different as soon as he sent me like ten. Un, he sent me ten songs on an email, like right after. He's like, "Yo, check these out." Um, and I yeah. listened to his shit. And I'm like, "Damn, this, this cool. kid is fucking fire as hell." Um, and then I literally 
I hit him and, and we got on FaceTime right then and there. And he was like, yo, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I'm in the studio making it. I was making a beat or editing a video. He's like, yo, you should come through. Like, let's, let's make some shit basically. And, uh, I came, I came through and he was like 15 minutes away from George Mason, like at his crib and we made a song and that's like the song I have on Spotify right now. Um, but yeah, bro, I mean, shit is hard. And we made like seven songs before we went back to Atlanta. Like I only, damn, I literally met him like three yeah, weeks before we went to Atlanta. So I got lucky. Cause he's shit. from there. Um, yeah, he was already graduated when I met him and he was like, and so as soon as he told me, he's like, I'm about to move back to Atlanta. I was like, bro, I'm coming over every single second I have time. <laughs> so like, um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like every song I made with him back then, we only, I was planning to like release all the songs on my Spotify. Cause like you said, they weren't like, my beats weren't really finished ideas. Yeah. So he didn't want to promote them on his page. So like the first song we did, I dropped on my page like a couple months ago and promoted it a little. But I feel like the rest of the songs are probably going to be in the graveyard for life. Good learning experiences. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I feel you, bro. But I mean, me and Pally just did a song. Shit, I, that's one. I mean, speaking of artists, that's one of the artists like I genuinely think I have like chemistry with, not just from an artist. Not just from like a artist to producer standpoint, but like as a producer in the studio, we can relate and chop it up to yeah, like totally. down to the deepest level. Um, and I feel like that's the best chemistry for like you're saying you hit up Babyface, yeah, we all talk like homie. every day. Like that's what you need to make hits. Kid's a huge geek. <laughs> uh. But yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, he's amazing. I mean, he seems like it based on the songs and like his personality. Like, it's bro it's perfect i was like bro you're <laughs> literally like your countdown to going viral is just like ticking at this point we just need to keep it up i feel you so bro you the fist for it and everything no i mean uh, oh yeah facts that's hard though bro so um as far as like production do you have like a do you like mess um, around with for a little bit? I was fucking around with EDM, some house shit. I need to get back into that because I really enjoy the music. It's just so much going on in it that's overwhelming. But like, it's mainly just melodic hip hop because it's um, just what I've been doing for three years, so I know it the best. I, I like just need just to like longer. sit down and like put the time into the EDM back. stuff because I haven't yet. I like there's a one good drop that I made like a year ago it's in my notes on my phone somewhere but like it's like not bad don't get me wrong but it's only like a minute and a half long so i might maybe revisit that one or just make something completely new but yeah i feel like edm uh, uh, no i mean no i feel you pretty much the same like edm for me is bro it just yeah. takes so much I time also need to a good, i have EDM a vocal for it so now maybe i'll do it like, but like there's I need a good female powerful female voice to be the center of that song and I have it I know the girl for it but um I just like like I said I haven't put enough time into like the production side of EDM for me to be like oh hey I got a beat for you that's like this and it definitely is professional sounding because it definitely won't be professional sounding so <laughs> yeah no, I feel like for the most part 
producers, musicians, like they tend to, I guess, stick to one genre for the most part. It's kind of hard to be like, yo, I'm a, a pro, I'm a fucking great EDM and hip hop and you know whatever who is producer. really good like, at that's, it? You're not gonna find that. Fucking marshmallow. Who? Marshmallow's disgusting at hip hop. Oh yeah, well that like he's so good <laughs> at making hip hop beats. Um, I feel like if you get EDM on lock, you can do anything. Because at that point, for the digital side of music, that's probably like, you true. Know like how it all works, because you'll know all that shit uh, when it comes to routing and also just like the the, the lingo with the LFOs. Oh, bro, EDM, bro, EDM for mixing. Like hip hop yeah. artists cannot even say they mix after you I'm mix hip. EDM. Like EDM shit is so much insane. more that goes into it. There's a lot of compression. Maybe making, bro. The mad yeah. side chain and the, yeah, their snares oh, they smack rip. it. Those snares are <laughs> next. It's OD. Exactly. I'm hip. And then hip hop, like, we got like every average, we got like producers with fucking hundreds of placements. Like, like, I bro, don't mix my beats. I don't bro. even I don't do anything. I don't I just do love anything. it. Like, I'm like, uh. It's. It's such a controversy. I'm like, bro, you know, it's, what do it's I like, even you don't do? have to because like, <laughs> obviously it's going get, to get mixed by the engineer in the end, right? But like at the same time, I do want to know what's going yeah. on and I want it to sound as good as possible from my point of view, from like what I want it to sound like. So I'm going to mix it down so that when the engineer does eventually mix it, he knows what direction I wanted to take it in. I feel like also. No, nah, I'm I'm with you 100%. For mixing, for me, it's been like sound selection is the biggest. As I got like better and better and better, I realized how important sound selection is. And like, if you pick the right drums and the right synths and whatever instruments to go together, you only have to mix it down so much. But I agree with you that like how you mix it is gonna help the engineer um, not only do their job, but you know, show them the direction yeah, exactly. you're trying to take the beat. Because like. You know who Alex Tume is? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's like Young Thug's yeah. engineer. So, or is that, but now he's that's like thug, right? literally yeah. everyone. He mixes so much music. It's insane. Fact. Um, But he like... He said he was like... As a young engineer, he would have the uh, arrogance to like... <laughs> literally delete every single plugin from the session that the recording engineer used and just start from scratch. <laughs> and that's like not okay <laughs> because if the artist is there like recording during your like session and you do something during the recording session and he's like, yo, do it like this. That's his artistic input. And that's how he wants to sound. So if you <laughs> completely delete that shit <laughs> and go that's back. That's wild. In, that's wild to me <laughs> that he used to do that. That's like some outcast. That's like some renegade. Like you're yeah. just like completely. And even especially in your, like, you're technically in the service industry. Like it is entertainment and it's creative, but you're in the service industry because you're there to work for the artist. So you need to do it how they want it. Well, well, it's like as a producer too. Like it's the same thing, bro. <laughs> if I'm in the studio working with an artist, like. I, I, I'll talk, I'll talk so much. Like everything I do, I'll be like, you like this, you like this, you know what I'm saying? Cause like you said, it is a service. Like, I mean, sure. You're making a beat, but like in the studio, you're producing for an artist. Y'all both should have equal influence in the song. Bro. And artists, like 
artists are hella picky. You cannot just mess with their, yeah, their vocals no, exactly. and you think they're not going to notice. Exactly. <laughs> I, um, some artists <laughs> who I haven't mixed before, I just listen to like their previously mixed songs and either try and make it better or as get it as close to that as like possible with my own methods. And usually it works out, but like it's not going to be the exact same. Yeah, for sure. Of course not, but it's like good for a reference. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that today with someone's track. And oh. artists definitely like that. They send oh, you yeah. a reference track type shit. But yeah, bro. Shit, I mean, I feel like we've talked about a decent amount of stuff. What's your uh what's your plans for the next like, year? Far, what what is your like right. What do you want to Yeah, for yeah, next year like December. what do you You're about to graduate, so, right? I'm going to like well, I have a placement that may or may not be coming out with a really big artist. So, like, if that comes out, then I'm kind of, like, I'm really just waiting for that so I can get the connections from that placement and I can just, like, start working with other people. Up until then, Back. I'm going to just keep making beats, keep working with Babyface. I have an EP coming out in June, so I'm going to finish that. Um, let's see. And until then, I'm just going to, like, try and find a job at a production company or something in Richmond. Um, or maybe move out west. We'll see. I don't know yet. I'm kind of, it's all up in the air. It really is dependent on this placement coming out or not, because that'll be like guaranteed some money for bills. Um, oh yeah, no, totally. But the but connections will be more worth that. myself until like, like it's just required. Like I, I don't have a Oh choice. yeah, that's a fact. So, like, like, it's not like sis because you can be like I got a Grammy that you like yeah. have enough money to fucking exactly. pay your bills. <laughs> exactly, you'd be dead broke with a Grammy. Uh, there's hella people that are broke with fucking yep. <laughs> mad plaques. <laughs> but uh, no, I feel you, bro. Are you are, you're on, are you do, on beat stars? On beat do you stars. sell beats? Um, I usually just do it through DMs and stuff. I'm about to get a BeatStars Pro membership this week, though, I think. So as soon as that happens, I'm about to be running it. I have a library of beats that I... Are you sure? Because, like... Like, whenever. I, yeah. And, like, the sooner you mm -hmm. get it, the, it just, like, expands your brand. Because, like, the reason whenever I was selling beats, like, the first beats I sold, um, I didn't have a BeatStars or like, I mean, still to this day, like if it's going to make the sale easier, I'll just send someone a PayPal invoice. Cause I don't want to lose the money. But for the most part, like bro, BeatStars is a size. Cause if you're just selling beats to random artists online, like you already has an entertainment lawyer that's written up a contract. You can make like bundle deals. There's discounts yeah. integrated and so many features like the BeatStars does fucking in-person meetings yeah, in cities sure. now and shit. No, like, there's, there's no reason so not much. to have it. I'm just super broke. Um, so like, coughing up that 200 is a little a little annoying yeah <laughs> no i feel you <laughs> but i know one exclusive sale would just pay for itself but so shit might as well just send it i literally sold like barely any beats i made like barely a thousand dollars last year and i just like, started at the end and that paid for a whole that's still i made like 760 the first couple you know what i'm saying like so it's like no, oh, hell yeah, bro. I already God spent damn. way more than that. <laughs> yeah, that's lit. Okay, I'm about to fucking... Do you have the pro plan? All right, bet. Uh, um, yeah. 
But I mean, still, like, don't go into BeatStars no, with the sure. mindset I'm that sure. BeatStars is going to sell the beats for you. Because literally, I'll be honest, like, I only got one lease randomly for $30 that someone just bought on my BeatStars. With that. But still, the person, the relationship started for me DMing them. They just uh, randomly yeah, bought sure. a beat at night, though, when I was, like, asleep. But, I mean, the thing is, too, like, you, you the more – this is what I – it's important because, like, also BeatStars has a thing where you can – get a domain and so i have a domain that's literally you can go to jreadsknocking.com uh, and that's the pro page dude. like <clears throat> yes if you look at 90 percent of these producers on youtube with hundreds of hundreds of thousands of subscribers and shit killing it they have a beatstars pro page but it doesn't look like you're using it looks like you built your own website and no one knows that like so and literally once you pay for the domain i think i paid like 120 for the domain name and i pay like 30 dollars a year i swear to renew it and i just have like my own website and you can buy beats on beatstars.com so like that shit right there you just look a hundred times more official than selling beats definitely, through a DM. definitely 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 but yeah bro and shit for collabs if you just want to sell beats like you can it makes selling collabs really easy it splits oh, the profit God. sends each person paypal yes. individually like if they what have beat stars, I'm gonna get on that then. Yeah, bro. For sure. I mean, shit. You can start a trial and you get ten might beats up well. there, but yeah, I would just fucking well. buy that pro page because I see so many people that are like have they're like I don't sell beats on beat stars, and I'm like, so how many beats do you have there? They're mm -hmm. like ten. I'm like, bro, you got a trial. And you expect to just like become rich and you're not even hitting like everyone, everyone. If you look at Kyle Beats, if you look at Curtis King, if you look at anyone, they don't credit BeatStars for their success. They credit social media and their marketing mm -hmm. for driving traffic towards their BeatStars. But no, for sure, bro. I mean, BeatStars is lit. I used to have Airbit and I never got a sale. And that's when I thought that the I was yeah. like the platform. It's the platform's fault. And when I first and when I first switched to BeatStars, I wasn't getting sales until I fucking yeah. started going ham That's and right. learning how to like sell and market. But uh, yeah, bro, I need to send you some. I've been working on loops for the first time in my life. I kind of don't like working on loops, but hella people keep like I keep wanting to collab with a lot of people I think are dope, and I have nothing to send them because everything <laughs> yeah, I make too. I just fucking put drums on and render. <laughs> but um. I've been cooking a lot of loops. So we we definitely should uh, cook some shit up. So either you can send me loops yeah, or I'll try to send you some down. shit like this weekend or next week. Let's get it. Facts, facts, facts. But yeah, bro. I mean, I appreciate you hopping on the the podcast and chopping it yeah, up definitely. with me. I, I feel like we covered definitely. a shitload of stuff. Like yeah, all that's solid for sure. Gem worthy content right here. Shit is awesome. One hundred percent, bro. My pleasure. I'm uh. But all right, dog. Um. Yeah, have a nice rest of your day. I appreciate right, it again, and uh, peace out.